and we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey. i'm jordan it's the Corey and full effect podcast and we are back like we never left we are back like we never left episode 24 episode 24 what does that mean that's the the violence is back violence however i don't know what because Episode 23, listen to that one. We had significant issues. We took <laughs> damn near two hours to record a one-hour episode. We're supposed to be done because we're going to have something to do. This episode is going to be all weird, so it might not be on violence with this one. Who freaking knows? Freaking knows. All right, as y'all know. I think know, he's still going to snap, y'all. We're going to see. Yeah, well, you're not going to be here, so you're going to be live like everybody <laughs> I'll be else. listening to everybody oh, else. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, as y'all know, right, even number episodes, that means no errors. Yeah. Okay? No feedback as and well. And I also meant to say, episode 24, like Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest black Mamba. Yes, the Black Mamba. Rest in peace, GG. Um, 24 is also my favorite number. And I was, I'm was i a Suns fan, so it wasn't because of Kobe. For those of y'all know basketball, they are rivals <laughs> like crazy. Um, <laughs> and uh, 24 all day. All right, boom, locked and loaded. These are going to be mirror questions because I think Jordan's going to end up leaving me. And then so I might as well have the same question that he has. Do we not have an all in here? That's okay. Oh, no, we never got it. We had to, we had to update the soundboard. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I put some stuff on here. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> yeah, I synergize those together. All right, boom. So first, fitness question. You don't got to do it. You don't, you don't want it? All right, no, locked and loaded. Jordan? Yeah, Jordan don't even want I'll just do it a little bit. <laughs> Jordan even wanted I'll give you this. That'll work. Normally, I charge up on y'all. We not yeah, charging up today. Not charging up. We were we were charged up. We yeah. burnt, we burnt it. <laughs> you know how the sands work. I'm hey, tired. Man. All right, speak, everybody, listen to that semen retention about that recovery. <laughs> Episode twenty three. <laughs> okay, first fitness question. This is the only one because I'm doing one a piece. Gotcha. What are some insecurities you face in your fitness journey, or as a personal trainer, or just in fitness in general? Now, is this, this target specifically towards me? Like what, You I, and, I, you, know, I, you know, working with your clients, every, you know, all the things that you just in general insecurities and in fitness. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, good question. I think there are several insecurities that I think people in general face and in particularly that I face, um, that I face throughout my fitness journey. And then I'll get to the CPT portion of that later. Um, uh, one of them is, in general, just getting started, right? People figure uh, the fitness journey itself. And I think that's one of the big, like, overarching, like, looming insecurities that can literally deter somebody from just even pursuing uh, their fitness journey. It's just the, what am I trying to say? Just the the degree in which of, of difficulty they have already formulated in their hand. It's, it's almost like um, making a mountain. What is it? Making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I feel like people, you know, that especially if you're not an active person or you're not, you know, you, you're not... Um, a, a fit person or you're not somebody who participates 30 minutes uh daily actively you know producing cardio or um or, or not producing participating in cardio or some type of strength training on a daily basis um i think you kind of make this again mountain in your head that this fitness journey is going to be this thing that you just can't do and that fitness is hard and, and i'm not going to say it's not however you have to start somewhere right these are that's that's probably one of the insecurities i think that everybody has to deal with that you you, you definitely kind of just have to mentally um deal with and get past the best there's nothing to it but to do it like i mean that's nike <laughs> just do it yeah that, i mean that that logo makes or not that logo that uh, that punchline is it a punchline what is it called slogan slogan thank you that's a punchline <laughs> that's slogan. <laughs> punchline too bro. oh man that slogan makes sense because you you do when it comes to fitness you do just have to you just got to start you got to just do it right it has to become a mindset it has to be something that you tell yourself uh, like uh, you have to go from i can't do it to i think i can like literally like the little engine that could okay. hey man you gotta get up the hill um you gotta start somewhere even if it's just with walking or doing basic body weight exercises or you know you just you just want to get to the point if you're not active to get active and then from there you can kind of structure uh what activity you need from there to get to whatever your goal is right and everybody has different goals you got to realize that your fitness journey is going to be different from the person sitting next to you um you can literally be in a class with the person and have two different goals right uh shout out to the fit fam um we're all in class together we're all working but we don't all necessarily have the same goals and that's fine but the fact that we're here, we're swinging away, we're, we're walking up that mountain together shows that we're one, we're not scared and two, we're still working. Right. 
And that's all you can hope for. You just got to put in that work every day. So that's one of the major insecurities that I know everybody deals with, myself included. Uh, when I first started my fitness journey, um, I think we talked about this in one of the earlier episodes when we talked about, you know, how we got to where we are. Um, I was 60, at least 60 pounds heavier than I am now. And for me, getting back to how I feel today just seemed like such a long shot, man. Because in your head, you don't, you almost like miss, because I, I was a, an athlete, right? You kind of miss how you got here to begin with, right? Because in my head, I was, I was healthy. Like ne- at one point, let me be honest, at one point, never did I actually stop working out. I just wasn't working out efficiently. Does that make sense? I wasn't doing what I thought I was doing, right? Because, right. you know, you, you, when, you, when you play football, your, your primary focus is on strength training, strengthening those prime movers. You're, you're, you're built for bursts of speed and strength, right? So I was, I was always lifting, right? I never stopped lifting. I never stopped building muscle, but I did stop doing cardio. And you, you, in order to create a caloric deficit and maintain your weight, you, we have these things called maintenance miles, even in, in Finally Fit um, every month, right? Uh, if it's not a cardio challenge, if it's a cardio challenge, you'll have a little bit more mileage. If it's not a cardio challenge, you'll have this thing called maintenance mileage. And what that is, is that's the basic amount of calories that you, you know, you would feel like you need to burn or the, the amount of cardio you need to participate in order to, to keep your body at least uh, the way it is. Right. And I, I wasn't doing the basic amount of cardio necessary to keep myself from gaining weight. So what was I doing? I was getting bigger. You know, strength training, again, it builds muscle, um, but it doesn't necessarily, the, the way I was doing it doesn't, it wasn't necessarily burning off the amount of calories I need. And then on top of that, I was taking in, again, I wasn't creating caloric deficit. I was taking in a huge, I'm talking about an astronomical amount of calories. Um, when you transition from the struggling student who doesn't have money to the person, you know, when you get into your career field and you got a paycheck and you can eat what you want and you're an adult, right? Again, I can literally eat what I want at any time of the day, you know, like... <laughs> Theoretically speaking. Theoretically, yes. I mean, you did it, not the, I mean, you know, but you know, you can't eat what you want because you broke. Yes. <laughs> you did. You chose to. I did. Have, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about now I can afford to eat what yeah, I want. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not yeah. necessarily have to go into debt for it. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So that, that's, that's what I mean by eat what I want, right? Like, you, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I think I told the story before, but my wife and I, when we were dating, the dating phase, we were going to cheesecake multiple times a week, dude. And Cheesecake Factory is great food, but it's not something that should be consumed frequently you know at least not at the level that we were we were having you know each got an appetizer each got an entree each got a dessert and a dessert to go home y'all know how many calories are in a slice of cheese i think the average slice of cheesecake at cheesecake factory at minimum is close to a thousand calories and i was getting two of them multiple times a month i'm talking about a thousand calories and y'all like a thousand oh that's not a lot you don't know caloric management if you think a thousand calories th- you're, not, you're barely supposed to eat three thousand <laughs> calories the, the the caloric math is based off a two thousand calorie diet like yeah. that's like the average right like that's what most you know yeah. nutrition facts and all that stuff is based off a two thousand calorie diet yeah I he was, was getting, he, he's in a, he was eating a third of like the cat <laughs> like like anything over three thousand is like you know you're trying to gain you know athlete type of weight that's crazy like <laughs> I had I had the daily caloric intake in my to-go bag. Like that's how bad it was. You know what I mean? Daily allotted caloric intake in my to-go bag, and it just it just wasn't good, man. Um, so I, I recognized that, made the changes that needed to be changed, and and started right. And that's the big thing. That's probably one of the biggest insecurities. You got to realize it is a molehill, not a mountain, and that it can be it can be climbed, and you just got to be consistent and put that work in. Um, one of the other things I think. Uh, or insecurities that I think people deal with is once they get become more knowledgeable and they do finally start their fitness journey um, is diet, right? People struggle with diet um, to hit whatever their goal is, whether it is the plus up or to create the caloric deficit and eat less or what to eat. Um, and I think what you just have to realize is, again, everybody is different. You have to customize the diet to what it is again what it is you're specifically trying to do so what your goal is if you're trying to um bulk up you you still want, technically want to create a caloric deficit but you just want to consume more protein to allow your muscles to you know recover ap- appropriately and then if you're trying to lose weight you want to create a larger caloric deficit in order to you know make sure you're you're creating that weight loss and losing that that fat right so um but i think having that knowledge and actually implementing the dietary structure that you want is something that just kind of happens over time, right? People want to be certified nutrition coaches coming in the door and nobody's like that, right? Even, even me being where I'm at now, I'm still as, as I uh, progress and I go through my fitness journey and even being a certified personal trainer, I'm figuring out what it is I want, right? What it is my body can have, 
what it is I necessarily need to meet my goal. And you got to realize that we as people are always constantly changing. We're constantly evolving. So what my body could have and could take last year isn't what my body can have and take this year. You know what I mean? It, it, it changes. It changes with age. It changes with time. It changes with, you know what I mean? Like you, people, a perfect example, right? People have allergies now, you know what I mean? As you grow older that you didn't necessarily have right. when you were kids, right? So you, you know, for me, it's milk, right? I used to love milk. Man. I, I just say, man, that damn lactose intolerant, <laughs> bruh. Like, the ice cream. It's oh. crazy. You know, and I, I'm talking about, like, my sister and I, we used to finish a, an entire gallon of milk in a day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how much cereal, uh, cookies, things that just, you know, that require milk that we, we would have. And we would we would consume that. I'm talking about daily. You ask us that. Neither one of us drink milk now. That's the first thing. So, you can say we're both lactose intolerant, but probably at different severities, different levels, right? For me, it's uh, it's pretty high. Like I can't have milk. I can't have you know most most things dairy. Uh, I can I can have yogurt to a certain extent. Um, sometimes I'll even still get yogurt that isn't based off of you know what I mean, like like milk. Like I'll get, or I'll get like uh, they have a cashew milk based uh yogurt or you know what I mean? like an like an alternative, right? Um, I'm all almond milk now in the in the fridge. Uh, that's what I stick Shout with. Shout out to Breeze. Hey, man. <laughs> Almond Breeze, you so already I can, know what it is. I'm invest in them because I'll, I'll, I'll keep them in business. <laughs> Look, and it's, and it's good. It tastes good, right? Yeah. Like, I know at first I was kind of like, mm, it's an adjustment. Yeah. Especially the color, too, at least for me. I was like, because it's not like the same type of milky. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, your body's like, what is this? <laughs> then you didn't get over it, hopefully. Yeah. The texture's different. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's just, yeah. it, it yeah. takes. It's not a stick. Yeah. yeah. It takes a lot to get um, used to definitely take some getting used to. and then you start experimenting and then they got flavors you like flavors yeah. like, mm, no like it's not for me i want the milk back yeah <laughs> hey. um but yeah we did <laughs> how do we we would have not used it hey man that's the prime opportunity right yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's so bringing it back full circle uh yeah so my sister and i are both lactose intolerant we, we need that neither one of us can have milk now but that's those are things that that's, those are Things that we could have as a kid, right? That we now as adults can have to purposefully avoid, right? So I'm saying all that to say, analyze where you are now, analyze what your your goal is, and and realize what it is you need to get there, and know that your diet is all is ever changing, right? It's constantly evolving. There is no, you know, I think people are always constantly looking for like this this sheet of paper that you know, okay, you can have this this and this, and it's like, okay, that might be today, but your paper might be different tomorrow. You know what I mean, like. Even having a certified professional tell you what you can and cannot eat probably would, you know, it probably has some type of volatility to it. It'll change, right? So just know, I know that's an that's an insecurity. That's one of the big insecurities me personally I had, right? Was diet, right? Like mm. I I knew from a workout perspective that I would get with. I've, I've always been a burn more person, right? I know. Remember we always talk about creating caloric deficit where you can burn more or you can you know eat less type of thing or eat the right. I want to say less, eat the right stuff type of you know type of thing. You'd work out over changing your diet. Exactly. I am same thing. Exactly. Like you know what I mean? Like I, people are like, I'll, oh, yeah, I'll burn do- off this pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will lift more weight. <laughs> That's how you say in high school. We used to eat t- pizza party for before the game, but day before the game at the um, what is that thing? At the team dinner, and then we used to eat, we used to eat Taco Bell Saturday morning after practice. Bruh, <laughs> remember how much Taco Bell we used to eat in college? Yeah, like, it was, like, it's I'm, crazy. I'm straight. Yeah, we you know could, I just we'll just run all day tomorrow. But, <laughs> just run through it. And and, that's what we did it. Like, like that's what everybody did. Yeah, you know, you know, high school, college, but yeah, that's what you do, man. <laughs> it's just like it's from that. Then you turn 25 and your body metabolism, can't take it. <laughs> bruh, your metabolism changes, what your body allows changes. Like, I, I don't think I've had Taco Bell in a while. Not to mention. So, let me, no, 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 let me change that. I did have Taco Bell a couple months back. It's not even the same, first of all. They've, yeah, they've, I think they've changed, they've changed stuff. That's what I heard. I've, I probably haven't had it in all. I definitely haven't had it this year at all. And you talking, as we always say, Taco, you know, you're talking about t- people who eat Taco Bell. Is is Taco Bell is either hot or cold. Yeah. People who eat Taco Bell, that's all like, you know, that's number one on your list. Bruh. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. It's, it's been, definitely not the same, bruh. I was, I was hurt because they, they removed, so first of all, they, they took removed stuff. The, yeah. It's, so, it's nothing on the menu I saw, anymore. I saw a meme. They said it was Taco Bell. It was like, hey, everybody likes this. Take Let's it take off. Take it off the menu. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, literally, like, hey, there's nothing on, the only thing I would say that's good left on the, t- I mean, and this is not shots of them, but the only thing that's left good on the Taco Bell menu is Chalupas, so that's it. Got the Chalupa. That's it, bro. I'm, Everything like, else is I'm, gone. I'm hungry right now. And I'm not going to get no Taco Bell, <laughs> I can't eat none of that cheese, that sour cream, none yeah. of that, that hot sauce. People know me, I used to eat hot sauce. 
all the time. Yeah. It's good coming in, but uh, when it has to leave, <laughs> I'm I'm done. I, I I'm retired. I am retired from those type of uh, bathroom trips. Bruh. From bowel movements, spicy food. I'm good. And I used to, I used to deal with them for some Taco yeah. Bell. Like, like I'm talking like, about. Yeah. It, I would I would tolerate. Intentionally, it. I've had this. I had the second, third, and fourth spiciest thing at Buffalo Wild Wings. I was going to get the number one spiciest one before I ordered it. Our waitress was like, "Hold on one second and she sprinted and got some somebody some milk at order number one. I was like, "Yeah, let me do. I was going to do one. I was going to do one, two, three. But instead of two, three, four, yeah. and that that next day, I told you this mud, yeah, mud in the toilet, That's freaking <laughs> mud. I don't recommend it. Had you on there, like, oh yeah, I was like seventeen, eighteen at the time, so I, you know, but yeah, oh, pure mud, wings in your stomach, like, <laughs> yeah. And now, and now, you know, I stay right around that mile. You know, I don't do nothing spicy no more, Bruh. intentionally. It, yeah, I, I, so let me. I will say I will put some onions and peppers oh, yeah, in, that's, in my that's food. You know, but like yeah. those, yeah, like that's, that's like seasoning. Yeah, right? like hot not, sauce, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. And when I say peppers, like I'm talking about just like green peppers, bell, like bell peppers, right? Yeah. Like not no no jalapenos, none of that. Like, Jalapeno will have you, bruh. It will have your butt on fire, whistling, <laughs> whistling. <laughs> I don't be in there. You be yelling on it. So it's, it's yeah. Anyways, bringing it full circle. <laughs> hey, wait, hold on. Have you seen the meme with the? It's wrong hole, but it's like a it's somebody screaming like. It's the uh, it's Angelica's mom off a of Rugrats. Oh yeah, and she, I, I, she's like, Mwah. and they're like, we're all anyways. Oh man, listen, to episode twenty three, <laughs> explicit tag, <laughs> but, but yeah, full um, circle. So yeah, one of the 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 insecurities that, like I said, we I think everyone deals with, but me particularly was diet, um, and then of course starting getting over that molehill, um, I think one of the other major insecurities I think people deal with. And this will be my last one. I'll try to try to wrap it up because I know I said, you know, I, I know Corey, Corey said before, I know, Corey probably like, man, you stay alone. You need to, <laughs> I do have another function. I got to attend guys. So I, I am going to get out of here, but be at his house. Yes. It's not our fault. We did our job. Yeah. The it, computer life, just... life happened today. Um, but saying all that to say is, is, um, visual, right? Like you, you want your, your insecurities. People want their, their, it's like body positive. People want their, their body to look a certain way. Yeah. Fat right? shaming. Yeah. And I think what you got to realize is enjoy the journey, not necessarily the results, right? Like, uh, and when I say that, if you are specifically undergoing your fitness journey specifically to hit a goal, is and you're you're only going to enjoy yourself when you hit that goal, you're gonna burn out, right? You're mm-hmm. you're, you're probably chances are you probably never hit the goal, or if you do hit the goal, you haven't created enough sustainable, healthy lifestyle habits to maintain, right? Because you're not enjoying the process, you're only enjoying uh, the result. And uh, like bringing it back full circle to to body or like visual appealing, like how people look. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is you you should be exercising to hit a goal to maintain health. Uh, the visual process that happens while you're undergoing your fitness journey is actually a side effect of mm. fitness. You see what I'm saying? It shouldn't be the goal. If it's the goal, that's that's that's. I think that's where people miss. Like that's the fork in the road, and people go left because they're working out to look a certain way. Coke bottle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Coke trying to get the Coke shape. bottle shape, or you're trying to get abs, or and it's like episode 16. Cancel this part too. <laughs> I, know, I know that one. Yeah, man. It's, and and that's the part that that breaks. That's that's gonna break you mentally, right? Most people, those are the people that I think that fall off the wagon or just never start or never hit their goals to begin with. Because you might not be able to hit it physically, exactly. right? And then so that's negative feedback. We would say you're not achieving your goals, and then people will get surgery, exactly, or they, just, you know, or they just fail. You know yeah. what I mean? And it, it's one of those things like. Or body mutilation. They'll do all these different type of things. Exactly. Or go to an extreme. You know, people mm-hmm. undergo that. It, that starts to affect your mental. You know, people right, go yep. through. Um, what is the I forgot the name of the condition that where people don't eat and uh, anorexia thank bulimic? You. Yes. One of the two. Yeah, one or the two. You know, where they specifically because they're they're trying so hard to hit these goals and they're in a, a like like uh Corey said, a negative self loop, you know what I mean, where where you're you're not hitting the goals, so you end up with this condition, right? This mental condition, this physical condition that's now impacting just because you're trying to you're trying to hit the side effect instead of trying to reach the goal which is which should be becoming a healthier individual, right? You know what I mean? Um for that you again you have to enjoy the journey and not necessarily look forward to just the result but realize that the result should be overall to just be a healthier individual um i tell people this all the time me me looking the way i look now is a side effect of me 
wanting to just be a healthier individual, right? It got to the point, my my bottom line up front, I think I said this again on one of the earlier episodes where I was talking about how we got to where we are today. I was dying doing regular functional movements. I was walking up the stairs one day and I got tired. And yeah. that's, that's, you know, and I was at the time I was like 26 or something, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's terrible. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> mind you, it'd be different if there's a lot of stairs I'm on the third floor. Right. It's not that many stairs. Yeah. Corey's been to my apartment. It's not that many stairs. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's some, it's not that much. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm talking about not carrying groceries, not, you know, performing your, your a heavy body weight. weight. Yeah. Body weight. I had a, I literally had my, my, my laptop bag. I'm a software developer. I had my laptop bag on me and I was like exhausted when I got to the top of the stairs and I was like, this can't be life. You know what I mean? I'm 26. Like I can't, I got, <laughs> I just signed a lease. I'm going to be here for the next 12 months. Like I got to, oh my God. Know, <laughs> Oh my God! Real talk. He said he like, signed the lease. Signed the lease. I'm here for the next twelve months. Like, what are we talk about? Like, Dead. you know, real talk. Like, this is my life now. And if I can't get to the top of the stairs without dying, then some, there's a problem. I got to do this 365 times at least. You know, <laughs> multiple times a day. Yeah, pre-pandemic, so you know you're gonna be leaving the house every day. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that it's some dumb stuff. I signed the lease. <laughs> But that's just like that's self-realization right there right, right that, no, to yeah, me that's true. you know and i feel like most people have that bottom line up front moment where like something happens in life where um you realize like i gotta make a change mm-hmm. and for me that was one of them the other there and that was that's it comes twofold right like that was part of it but um not too long uh, or no right before that i'd actually been diagnosed i, I think i talked yeah. about my ulcerative colitis on on here and for me that's a life-changing uh thing right I, that's a chronic disease i'm with i had that forever right um, I, I, you know, they, they currently don't know what the cause is. They don't know how to get rid of it. It's, it's a chronic condition. I have to live with that. So that being the case, basically what I was told was in order to experience the best quality of life, you have to be healthy. And if somebody tells you, you got the potential of, you know, living a crappy quality of life. Like I'm, what else do you, you know, what else do you need to hear other than your lifestyle is now going to, you know, like your, your, your lifestyle is going to degrade if you don't get healthier, Jordan, you know what I mean? That, that was the. That was a life-changing moment for me. So at that point, it's like, okay, doc, what do I need to do? You know what I mean? The exercise. I can only eat, you know, restrictive diet. I can only eat certain things, right? Um, you know, be more active, lose some weight. Consistency and discipline. It, exactly. Eating healthier and working out. And, and don't want to star in my 600-pound life. Ex- exactly. Right. Yep. Simple now, logic. Exactly. And so that, that was that was, that was was enough motivation for me. I was like, I don't want to come back to the doctor and they had to tell me that what the other side of this looks like, right? right. You know what I mean? I hit, once you hit the fork in the road, okay, I'm here now. How do I go? How do I, how do I U-turn? How do I go back? Because I don't, I don't want to go down this path anymore where you tell me what the other side of this looks like. If it continues to get worse, what is, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't, I, I can tell y'all what that looks like because I, I had, you know, I've, I've spoken to people and I know people personally, we know people personally who also have gone through this and what they had to go through. Um, you know, I'm not going to put their business out there on the air like that, but you, you can, uh, one of the, the, the end result of um, ulcerative colitis, if you don't do what's necessary to take care of your body is a colostomy bag, right? They, you, you have to pull out a section of your, your intestines and your body, you know what I mean? Your waste literally gets filtered into a bag that you got to then dump into you know, a, a, a toilet or, you know, some type of waste treatment bag or something, you know, like basically you have to, you, you have an artificial, um, yeah, I know, but intestine. I don't, don't want to know. I know exactly. You know, I just... And I've, I've seen that personally. I've seen that in family. I've seen that in friends. I've, I've lived with people who've had that, right. I don't want to go through that. I've seen that in, in everyday life. And I, I know what that looks like. I know what that, it, you know, you're limited in certain things that you can do. It just certain things you can eat. Your weight starts fluctuating. It, it quality of life degrading is an understatement let's put it that way right when i when they say it goes downhill it's it, you know what i mean it rolls and then it can eventually lead to you know it could potentially be lethal if you continue to at that point you know after they've already told you the preventative measures if you're at that point where you already have the bag and you continue to run you know running your body into the ground it could it could kill you right yep you get one body yeah so, it is it, you don't it's not it's you know this is the new body no it's the same body it's it neither is. old no new it's, <laughs> it's the same one in the inside so that being said, that that was my wake up call, right? I, and even I mean, and Corey will tell you because I mean, again, it's my man, so he, you know, we he's my man, but he's also one of my my clients for Finally Fit. So I share with them when I'm going through something health wise, uh, you know, I, even being healthy, I've gone through something recently where that was scary, right? And the only thing I could say that did save me was the fact the doctor told me to my face. He was like, because you're healthy and because of your age and you know because of what you've told me about where you're at currently in life, this is a non lethal you know, experience that you're having. However, it could have gone, you know, it could have gone another way and you could be not be here right now. Right. 
So what people don't realize is health is your best shit. Life is going to happen. We talk about that all the time. It, it's, it's guaranteed. Shit's going to happen, right? Health. Sorry about that. <laughs> you all, you're locked and loaded. Hey, stuff is going to happen. Health is the best shield you can have against life, right? Because there's no guarantee that it's going to completely protect you. However, your recovery process will be heightened. Your chances are significantly lower. You know what I mean? Like uh, chronic disease. We were having this conversation. P and I were having this conversation. My wife, guys, uh, were having this conversation the other day. Chronic disease is is um, obesity. I'm sorry. It's the number one cause of chronic disease. And chronic things under chronic disease include uh, all types of heart disorders. Number one, no, heart heart disease. Number one killer. Ex- Not COVID. Heart ex- disease. Exactly. Probably with me. So it's like you know, while while technically obesity doesn't kill you, it leads to something that does, right? right? And the the chances are the the, the statistics are significantly higher for people who are overweight, who aren't healthy, who aren't in shape, right? So it's like I'm a, I'm a numbers person. Logic makes sense to me. If you pulling up and talk about seventy five percent, you can trust that's three out of every four. What are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like from that perspective, that's all I needed to hear. You know. Be as healthy as you can. Make your shield as impenetrable as possible. So when life does happen, because it's going to happen, I promise you guys, it will happen. Unfortunately, some people don't get a second swing. You know what I mean? When life throws you that curveball, it could be the one that takes you out of here. It could be three. You know, some people. I know three strikes and you're out in the game. Not with health pitching. You know what I mean? It could. It could be a one and done. You feel me? And you don't want to be that person that was unprepared because you weren't putting in the work in. You want your. You know, you want your third strikes, right? Like I, I've. You, you want more than three if you can but you want as many strikes as possible and that's that's dependent on how prepared you are when these things happen so i know i just went on a whole time no, you're good you're good but you're good. Uh, no, yeah. that's part of the, that that's why the, no yeah the health insecurities was like this is why you, you need to not get over them but you know find a way to mitigate your health insecurities so yes. that you don't die please that's what I, I made this joke, but I was like, you were like, well, we shouldn't be telling people they're going to die. Some people don't know they're going to die. They'd they be out here like they're not about to die. <laughs> the only thing guaranteed in life is death, y'all. And Real taxes. Talk. Yes, and death and, and taxes. taxes. So, it's, you know, I, I don't know about y'all. I'm trying to prevent that as long as possible. So, if people yeah. tell me there's a way to do it and health is it, I'm going to do what I need to do. You know, nobody, when, when I do go, right, the last thing I'm going to say is Jordan didn't do what he was supposed to do right mm. life life threw him a ball and he just couldn't deal with that one right but no i'm going in you know i'm going out swinging you feel me if, if i gotta run like a, a perfect example right i so again going back to my personal life my ulcer to colitis i'm supposed to take uh it's a chronic illness i'm supposed to take medication for that three times a day i have not taken a pill for my ulcer to colitis in a minimum at least six months the result of that or i'm sorry what caused that is my my upward swing in health, right? I've been running more than I ever have in my entire life. And yes, I'm sore from running, but the the soreness from running has is nothing on a on a UC flare up. You know what I'm trying to say? So when people ask me like, "Oh man, you run a lot. Like you do a lot of miles." Like at one point I think I ran like 30 miles in a week. Which, you know, for some people, I mean, excuse me, marathon runners, this isn't for you. I would say, right, for so the, yeah, that'll be long distance people. Right. <laughs> but for the average person, like, that's a lot of mileage, right? Like, you know, like most people don't don't get through 30 miles in a week. But it's like, yes, I was sore. But again, I remember when I had a UC flare up and I was curled up in the fetal position. My my wife, one of my best friends, I, I think are the only people who had, that saw me in that position, right? Um, I was curled up in a fetal position on a couch gripping my stomach for about seven days i didn't i don't think i showered for about three days like that's how bad it was like it hurt to move it hurt to breathe it hurt to eat all i could do was consume water and basic nourishment to survive that's how bad my flare-ups were and every time i had a a bowel movement it was blood you know what i'm trying to say so like that that's remembering where i was when i had this curveball that helped throughout me that's my motivation to get up and work out every day the days i don't feel like doing it it's like but Jordan, do you want that flare up again? Oh, okay. Then I thought that, yeah, three miles don't sound too bad now, does it? You know what I mean? <laughs> so again, I don't, I'm telling you this so you don't have to have the fetal position two week period where all you're doing is crapping blood to, to have this realization, right? Get up and move now. Get over the insecurities. Start, right? Because that's, that's, that's what you need to do. You have to put your shit up, put your best foot forward in that regard to prevent, um, whatever life is going to throw, whatever health is going to throw at you, right? Because I'm sorry, whatever life is going to throw at you in terms of in regard to health, because when it happens, all you can do is hope it's not a, it's not a one and done. It's not a strikeout. Okay. Y'all cannot work out if you don't want to. Look, 
Y'all, y'all, if you, if you listen to this podcast, you can listen to every episode and you ain't start working out yet. I don't, we're not doing our job period. right now. We're doing, no, look, you are not. Let's be, look, nah, you can take that out if you want to. I'm not. Listen, because <laughs> I'm, t- man, I got my workout clothes. As soon as, as soon as this function over, I'm about to go get this, get this run in. Yeah, like, I gotta work out when I get back home. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Stop treating your health like it's optional because it's not. Ooh. It's not. You know what I mean? You, half of y'all, you prioritize all these other activities. I know. I'm wrapping it up. Half of these. You're good. I'm fine. <laughs> You don't want look. You, your sister's gonna be mad. You know? <laughs> Half of y'all prioritize all these other activities. Like your health is optional, and like Corey said before, you get one body. Yes, science has progressed. You can swap out some things, but you, you as a person, you only get one body. At that point, you're on like one point five. If you start, you know, swapping out hearts and inside, you know, internal organs, organs and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you personally only get one body take care of it stop running it into the ground like it's just like you're just gonna grow another one or you know what i mean like it's ir- like it's replaceable it's not one body y'all so do what you can um to start that fitness journey get over those insecurities whatever they may be if i didn't mention them today whatever they are you know ask us ask us questions well i'll help you try to get over it. i'm gonna do whatever whatever is in my power that i have the ability to do to help you get started that's why we're here every sunday okay i'm sorry every monday, monday to y'all well, i mean it's sunday yeah. but Sunday for recording, Monday for listening. Y'all listen right? whenever y'all want to. Hey, man. These are recorded on a Sunday and released yes. on a Monday. So just let, let us know, man. Fire those questions off because we're here to help, okay? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey. I'm off my soapbox, y'all. I just had I had to get that out there. It was it just, this you know, bag. Look. <laughs> we talked about we was gonna do like 10, 10, 15 minutes, 15 minutes each. Mind you, you know you went like thirty minutes because we had no intro. Yeah, you were like, went like you know normally it's like twenty twenty five. Like you went like oh thirty. And I was like, look, man, it got you know we started talking about it. And that was a freestyle question, but that was yeah. that was a good freestyle question because I was you know I was just like, look, people need to know. Oh my goodness, you're good. Yes, sir. All right, come here, you gotta go. You gotta take your phone. You said what? Yeah. I think I have notes on here. You can, you can give it. Now let me think. That's why I said I got yep. the. Let's put no. it this way: where I'm at is already set up, so we're good. No, you're straight. You're good. All right. Yep. On to the finance, finance section. <laughs> I was about to say fitness, y'all. Sorry. I told you you messed me up. <laughs> <I'd> be here <laughs> like. <laughs> now you can take your phone if you're needed, because I was like, because I was already thinking in my head, but I was going to say, and I was like, nope, these exact notes. So you're yeah. straight. All right. So, all right. First finance question. Is it top? Yeah, no, it's the same one I asked you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Remember the mirror questions? Yeah, okay, hold on, hold on. He's right there. This one? No, right this, one. this one. This one. At the okay. top. Yeah. That's what I, okay, that's what I said. I said at the top. He was like, nah, bro. It's, okay, anyways. Oh, okay. whatever. <laughs> so, cares? what are the insecurities you face in finances? Yes. Do you want me to read the... No, nah, yeah, those okay. are the nice for me. Okay. Yes, insecurities you face in finances. Well, there are six main things in finances, right? Your income, your outgo. And then the four major categories, necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle. So I'm just going to go over all six of those things. I talked about the taboos and finances, right? Okay, what are the taboos and finances? Usually, y'all be scared to talk about your income. Jordan's leaving, by the way, so it's just going to be me. So if y'all ever want to know what Corey is like on the solo dolo, Bye, this is it. Corey's about to lock in on y'all. <laughs> okay, so income. The first thing is income. So with income, the issue is that you guys are afraid to discuss how much money you make and what's the threshold on how much money you should quote unquote be comfortable with you know discussing with other people about how much money you make it can depend on where you live at but usually if you're making once you start making around 75 ish k as an individual usually people around that range are okay with divulging how much money they make but for those of you making that you know sub 50 ish k range like I said, the taboos around finance, you just have insecurities with the with how much money you make. But the great thing with finance is it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep. As I mentioned before, a lot of you think, you know, you're doing well because you make 100K and you have $10,000 invested. And that's more than someone who makes 50K and they have $7,500 invested. But they have more from a percentage standpoint invested than you do. So if you're insecure about your income, that's okay but up to a point because if you're not putting in the work to raise your income that's really not insecurities you're just really being lazy about it dang that's the bounce right there you're just being lazy about it like putting the work to increase your income okay but you also obviously don't have to discuss your income with everyone but as i said i recommend you have you know a financial coach advisor on your team and you should have people that you're just you're comfortable with discussing finances um 
because a lot of the issues is that they say you know money is loud but it's not that money is loud you're just not in the room to where it's quiet the more money you make you'll start realizing that and not excuse me, not the more money you make the better you handle your finances the less insecure you should start feeling around financial conversations because you start getting into a room where everyone there makes six figures right they're a married couple so people you know have over a two hundred thousand dollar household income that 24 32 percent tax bracket range the conversations start changing and usually you know you're quote unquote you know aiming up looking you know, for the future so people who are making you know six figures you know, and they actually want to increase their income, whether it's from a nine to five or from a side business into a, you know, them becoming their quote unquote own boss standpoint. They're looking at getting to that 35, 37 percent or whatever Joe Biden is trying to change it to tax range. They're trying to make, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars. I mean, some people trying to even have, you know, a million dollar, multi-million dollar business. So their mindset changes. So if you have insecurities around your income, that's probably because you're in an environment where, People aren't talking about, you know, how they can truly invest in different tax advantages that are out here or just taxes in general. OK. And the second thing, your outgo insecurities around your outgo. Y'all be spending too much damn money. <laughs> Y'all be spending too much money, which is what our society pushes on us. Right. That's how we get marketed to. Again, like I said, the necessities, debt payments, your outgo will be your debt here. But a lot of you just have so much going out in your necessities and debt and due to social media and the FOMO lifestyle, you get out here and you spend money you don't have. A lot of you, even if you just took out took out your debt, your lifestyle is still too much as far as the dollar amount you spend on it. You're just you need another probably probably need twice your current income to live and afford the current lifestyle you have especially for those of you that have this debt and you're not investing but you know you're still taking trips etc you're still living a certain lifestyle it's like it's insecurities up to a point on this one too because that that's just fomo that's just you being in the raw group chat where everyone is struggling financially but they're still trying to take trips and it gets to a point also with you may be operating at a deficit every month. So your expenses or your outgo is more than your income, not living paycheck to paycheck, living paycheck to paycheck. That generally means you're not operating at a deficit. So you have more money, right? Your income than your outgo. But, you know, you're just like, you know, a couple hundred dollars. If you're operating at a deficit, that means, you know, you make $4,000 and your expenses are 4,200. And then so now you're, you know, late on some bills here or, you know, cutting a necessity like, your grocery bill or something like that out you might be lowering your cell phone bill whatever but you get to a point to where you have you know mandatory payments like debt or you know you're upside down on a car where you can't you know liquidate that asset as far as the car to get a lower payment so you know you're just caught up in so much in your expenses that you're not able to figure out how to get out of them and then since you know when money gets brought up and you're struggling financially then you lie instead of asking for help so that's the insecurities with the outgo then next, the insecurities with the necessities, like I said, necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle, the financial house, which I haven't gone over in a while. I'll do that right now for any new listeners. We have the necessities or the financial house, as I call it. First thing you spend money on is your grocery bill. That is the first thing you should be spending money on is food, food, food and grocery bill. Not going out to eat, not the damn cheesecake factory like Jordan was talking about. Him and his wife were doing what two, three times a week. That's insane. I I didn't know he was doing. It. That's crazy. But not going, not going out, uh, going out to eat. Just your standard grocery bill. A lot of you probably don't even know how much it costs to feed your family on a monthly basis because you haven't put in the work to see truly how much your grocery bill is. That's the first thing you should be spending money on. And security there as far as your grocery bill. You don't want to talk about different ways that you can add, you know, better food, you know, into your budget, right? As far as, you know, healthier food or just straight up figuring out, you know, different places to go. Okay. Then second thing is after the grocery bill is your, um, your utilities or your housing. So that would be your utilities and then it would be your rent or your mortgage. Usually with utilities and utilities, I don't just include, you know, your gas and your electric and your Wi-Fi. I include your cell phone bill here as well. So insecurities, y'all go out here and get debt. The iPhone 13 just dropped. Y'all out here get a lease on your freaking cell phone. Again, insecurities there, FOMO. It's okay if you have the X or the 7 or 8 or whatever. You don't need the latest and greatest to keep up with the Joneses, uh, so to speak, to keep up with the Joneses. You can just have whatever you have and then put in the work to upgrade when it's time to upgrade. Then the third thing is clothing, okay? 
Jesus clothing. Y'all be out here putting all these luxury brands, all these clothes on your credit card and taking out all this debt. Please do not take out debt for your clothes. Now, for clothing, if you have no children, unless you're on a significant weight loss or weight gain journey, you don't need to be buying any clothes because you're not growing, right? You're the same height, right? And if you're not losing weight or gaining weight, you're the same size. So what do you need new clothes for? If you're someone who you know gets clothes every year for every season, bro, wear your recycled clothes. It's okay. I don't know why you're trying to look fresh for who you're not even, you wasn't even in the category for running for best dress at all. So stop trying to look fly now and you got all this debt and you're going into debt to get it. Then for those of you that have children, I know children grow so much. Sometimes you buy clothes and they never even wear them. This is when, if you're struggling financially, yes, obviously you need to buy your children clothes. However, you do not need to buy your child an outfit like what's coming up now, Halloween, right? Thanksgiving. They don't need an outfit for Mother's Day and an outfit for Easter. They just need basic clothing, okay? Basic clothing. You don't need to have your child in the newest and latest Jordans or phone posits and you, again, grocery bill, you're not you're struggling to feed them. That doesn't make any sense. Okay? And then the fourth thing is transportation. So here I put your car insurance, your car note, and then gas. A lot of you here back to the FOMO your freaking car payment you go in the debt right let's say you impress somebody at a stoplight you'll never see again in your life do not be insecure about the car you are driving again car is supposed to get you from point a to point b and a lot of you have a car where you can't afford the maintenance on it but due to your insecurities you went and got this car i made the post a couple weeks ago when y'all turn on your car it looked like the damn a damn christmas tree when you put your car like in the middle mode before you turn it on you see everything light up that's how your car looks when you're actually driving on the highway don't do that that is bad financial management it's piss poor okay then the fifth thing would be um your insurance. A lot of you don't do well. Insecurity. A lot of you don't get health insurance. Excuse me, not health insurance. You're not uh, fully covered. You might have health, dental, and vision from your job, but you might not get life insurance. And that might be which Jordan was here. But due to your health, you might not be able to get health insurance. So you're not willing to put in the work as far as getting health insurance. Or really, a lot of people don't want to have the conversation because health insurance is about you dying. I mean, that's what it's for. But you're you're just not willing to have that conversation about okay, what how much money do I need if something happens to me that I need to leave behind to, you know, uh, help my family and my children or whatever your family situation is. Okay. Then the sixth thing is emergency fund. Oh, geez. Insecurities around an emergency fund. I don't get why you guys don't have an emergency fund. It's one thing to not want to pay off debt aggressively or not pay off all your debt. It's another thing to want to not stop investing. However, your risk tolerance cannot be anywhere near high enough to think you can't have an emergency fund i don't get why you not want to have money saved and part of the issue is that you have no consistency and you have no discipline you're not disciplined enough to save money so you have insecurities about even bringing up the conversation about how much money you have not like just your income but how much money you make you know how much money do you have saved right how do you have your expenses saved but again back into the debt which is after the emergency fund right after the necessities in this case the financial house as I was talking about the car loan and the credit cards through loan debt, you just have so much debt. And that's the one thing, too. People, you guys are so insecure when it comes to your debt that you're afraid to say how much debt you have, as if we all don't know you have you have a car payment, right? That you have credit card debt. And we all either had or still have student loans. That's the one like ever we all who doesn't have student loans. That should be the one thing you shouldn't be afraid to discuss because we everybody knows we have it and we all know we got screwed by it. Okay, so when it comes to your debt payments, again that that taps into your outgo and really really everything. Your debt payments tap into your income, your outgo, your and your necessities. That is just bleeding you dry is such a handicap as far as your or a weight as far as your financial progress. So instead of putting in the work of getting out of debt, right? Because that that's making you insecure because you have to cut down your lifestyle, right? Or possibly even your investments, depending on what type of um, debt payoff plan as far as how long you want to do it as far as your timeline. But you, you have so much in debt and you're so insecure about how you're going to look, right? You may need to drop down in car, right? You might not be able to post as much on social media because you're not going to be taking as many trips. Like a lot of you are struggling financially for likes on Instagram. Stupid, stupid, that's bullshit. That doesn't make any sense. The lies. There you the go. Lies. Lies. That's what y'all been told thinking that <laughs> That's what y'all been told thinking that these likes are actually gonna benefit benefit you in some type of way. Few of you, right, are 
true influencers that make money right from their ads or have some type of business and you're converting people where you can views you can view that as some type of you know um write off to your business some type of business expense right by taking these trips but most of you are literally going into debt just so you can post likes as drake says you know keeping pictures still post them on the go just go on one trip and recycle them i keep on going on two three trips a year that don't make no sense stupid all right and then the next thing is investments oh my jesus insecurities around investments a lot of you don't realize that ten thousand dollars in apple is the same thing in ten thousand dollars in microsoft and it's the same thing as ten thousand dollars in bitcoin ten thousand ten thousand dollars will be a hundred thousand dollars probably in this case but a hundred thousand dollars in real estate a hundred thousand united states dollars is the same no matter of what type of investment it is in because a hundred thousand dollars is a hundred thousand dollars a lot of y'all want to make money in every single investment avenue out there and what ends up happening is you get caught up and you get paralysis of the analysis and you end up not investing or as i say the second thing i re recommend mental makeup you don't figure out your mental makeup and you buy high and sell low and you like you sold like the market went crazy because of what china was doing in the last week or so and you sold all at the wrong times you don't do your proper research and recognize that all concept September are the worst two months in the last 50 years as far as the stock market. So you, I think September is the worst month as far as the stock market. So it has to go down at some point in time. Can't always go up because it goes down. It goes up and down. Right. You end up selling at the wrong time. Or on top of that, again, this goes back truly to your, I mean, like I said, your income and your outgo, how much money you have left over. But you're insecure about how much money you can invest. Again, back to the 100K person versus the 50K person. When it comes to investments, investments are more percentage based because every we all only have but so much money. But some of you are out here, you make 50K and you're literally letting the person who has more money invested than you from a dollar amount standpoint, but less money invested than you from a percentage standpoint as far as your income. You're letting them talk down down on you and psych you out on your investments or just spew nothing but negativity into your life. You guys cannot let that occur. You cannot be so insecure when it comes to your investment strategies that you have not reached the point from a simple logic standpoint that you understand. No, I'm doing better than this person. I know I make 50K and they make 100K, but I have more money. And that's, that's the thing. Some of you make less money than someone, but you have no debt. Okay, you have your three to six months emergency fund saved and you're investing more money than them from a percentage standpoint. Don't again, income is not wealth, as I've said before. It doesn't matter the fact that they make more money than you. You're in a better financial position. They are. You have more cash flow. They do on a monthly basis. You have you have more money totally invested. Right. You're more liquid. You can be more financially literate. Right. You can have the financial resources in place. Right. Better than someone who has more money than you. Don't let the fact that someone just has quote unquote more bread a bigger bag because it don't matter how much money you make if you got all this debt and no money invested you bro invested you broke again net worth your net if how you, if my net worth higher than yours what are you talking about okay so that's the thing with investments and also too with investments i mean i have the investment 101 episode uh, episode 13 but you don't have to get into every single investment right away right away a lot of you the best thing you can do is just make sure you're for me personally you don't have any debt but once you start investing you just make sure you're taking your 401k match, right? Make sure you actually know what your 401k is invested into. They usually have roughly 30 or 40 options, maybe even less less than that that you can invest into. And about 10 to 15 of those might be target date funds. But make sure you're at least taking your 401k match. And then after that, I recommend you open up a Roth IRA. Most, most you can put into a Roth IRA is $6,000. That's $500 a month, you know, if you were to budget it out on a monthly basis. And then when you invest into a Roth IRA, you can essentially invest into the entire stock market, unlike your 401k, which is usually just mutual funds that your employer has um, has um, enabled you to have access to. You do your Roth IRA, you can invest into Apple, Microsoft, right? You can, I wouldn't recommend doing this, but you can put some money into the short um, the short squeezes, right? The meme stocks, the game stocks, the AMCs, the, um, I don't know if he's the owner of PayPal, but I think he's you know the CEO, one of the founders. When PayPal's first IPO'd, he put, I think at the time it was $5,000 into his Roth IRA and put it all into PayPal. He has like $5 billion now in his Roth IRA. And again, once you turn 59 and a half, any money you take out your Roth is tax-free because that's how the Roth IRA works. So you can, the Roth IRA puts you in a situation where you get the ability to invest like it's a personal brokerage account where you have access to the entire stock market but it's a retirement based account so you get that tax benefit and now we can switch to after you're doing that retirement based investing you can switch to your personal brokerage accounts if you want to do right options you want to do futures right or you just want to invest you know into 
more funds, ETFs, mutual funds, index funds, or single stocks. You want a dividend portfolio. You can, you know, you want to get into Bitcoin. You can set all these things up. You want to get into real estate. You don't have to do everything out here. So don't look, you know, if you're not into real estate, then when your friends are talking about real estate, either just sit there and shut up or, you know, you know, tell them you don't tell them you don't like talk tell them you like talking about real estate that much but I don't think you have to be in ever every investment and be so insecure about your investments that you don't end up investing because you're not quote unquote in the room with people who have the same type of investment mindset that you have that doesn't make any sense and the last thing is life hold on let me take some water real quick life style stupid Oh my goodness, your insecurities about your, I mean, this, what are your financial insecurities? Your lifestyle, y'all be out here. We'll see if the violence comes on now. But that that's where y'all have the most insecurities. Your damn lifestyle. Again, the FOMO social media posts. One of the, not the first things I do, but I'm working with some of my clients. I would just look at your, your timeline because you're going, I'm going to figure out how broke you are. Bro. I'm going to ask how much money you make. And then I'm going to look at your timeline, see how much you be going on vacation. I'm going to see that you got all this debt, yet you've been taking all these vacations. I'm going to see that you, sh- you should have been putting money aside so that you can get a new vehicle. And then, nope, you've been going on trips. Like, y- y'all. Y'all be out here broke. That's why you're flying on spirit. Let's be very clear. Never mind. All right. So, yeah, you're instant. <laughs> Your insecurities when it comes to your lifestyle, y'all are trying, and that's to say keeping up with the Joneses, but y'all are out here trying to keep up with people who don't got no money either. Like, obviously, if you're following celebrities, that's one thing, but most people are struggling financially. Like, 80% of people live in paycheck to paycheck. If it's 10 people in your group chat, eight of them are struggling financially. That's just the math on it. Why are you trying to keep up with them? And that's the one thing, too. Think. Stupid. Here. This is literally how stupid some of you are. You know nothing about your quote unquote close friends or the people you're in the group chat with finances. Yet you're out here trying to keep up with them from a financial standpoint as far as going on trips with them, keep going out to the clubs with them and all these other type of things. You don't even know how much money they make. You don't know how much debt they have. You don't know what they have invested. That doesn't make any sense. Why are you out here trying to keep up or becoming insecure due to people's financial situation that you know nothing about and again just general odds i mean let's be clear like i said you're the sum of the five closest people that you spend time with and also on top of that usually make generally the same amount of money if you don't make six figures i mean how many people in your group make six figures for those you don't know people who make a certain amount of income they carry themselves a certain type of way like if everyone in your group which is fine by the way but is making 40 50 60k then like y'all know you can't go on trips and y'all got all this student loan debt and your credit store is trash and you have no emergency fund and when you turn on your damn car and light up like a mother freaking christmas tree y'all be out here broke and fake stunt and then i laugh at you and y'all be asking me all these questions like yeah cool i need help with my finances no bro you are broke and you don't listen you have no consistency or any discipline and you'll be out here lying to yourself you be out here lying to yourself. Then you get on social media and you lie again. That's the one thing, again, like I said, the tabooness around finances. Once your financial literacy increases, you can see what you can see the broke people. Again, all of you who are listening to this right now and you're going on vacation and you have all this debt, your timeline looks the same as everybody else who's struggling financially. Y'all look, y'all look exactly the same. I, I, I don't understand how you don't know that. So to wrap it back up again, wrap it up. Back to episode 23 of the Seaman episode. <laughs> Okay, so insecurities about your finances, right? The first thing, income. Do not be insecure about how much money you make. As long as you're putting in the work, right? And you can, let me not say afford, because that'd be based on your budget. But, you know, if you're working with, like, when if you work with me, I will let you know if you have an income issue. That'd be the, that's the one of the first things I figure out. Now, if you got all this debt, right, you got an outgo issue, then that, you know, that's another problem that we have to solve. But a lot of you make enough money to take care of your family, especially if you got a, a dual income household. So don't be insecure about how much money you make. Again, you got to put it into work to make more money. And again, like I said, when we get to investments, when I tap back again on that, your investments, again, are percentage based based off of your income. Okay. Insecurities around your outgo. All right. Y'all be out. This is outgo is lifestyle, technically in this case, and debt payments. But y'all be insecure about how much money you're spending on stuff. Sometimes you need to ask your friends, you know, how much are you paying for your insurance, right? What type of deal did you get with this? So you can figure out how you can be a, b- a better consumer in the marketplace. Okay, don't don't just be out here figuring everything out on your own. Remember, you want to learn from 
people's uh, past mistakes. You want to make the same mistake over again. It's already been made. Okay. Then the next thing, necessities. A lot of you be insecure about your necessities. We all have to pay for things. And most of the things we pay for that are needs are the same for everybody. That's okay. Put in the work so that you can take care of your financial house or your four walls, the needs that need to be taken care of. You're not... You're never making a sacrifice. I mean, it's still a sacrifice, but if you're making sure you have food in your fridge to feed your kids so you go out less, do not be insecure about that. And if your friends are, I wouldn't say making fun of you, but you can see your relationship change because you're taking your going out to eat budget and you're putting it towards your grocery bill budget so you can feed your family, X them people off. I don't even even make no damn sense, okay? That's that's a lot of that's a lot of y'all issue. That's to talking about the taboos around finances. Y'all be struggling financially and your friends know it and they still be making you go out and go on trips. What do y'all be talking about, bro? Stupid. That's bullshit. Real live. Some of you are struggling financially and your entire group chat knows. And then they just keep talking about going out and going on trips. Please don't. Mm. Jesus. All right. Next thing. Debt payments. Yes. Car payments. Oh, shoot. Some of y'all just going back and get student loan payments. You can get a degree. FOMO right there, right? But car payments, credit card payments. Again, y'all have all this debt. And that's due to the FOMO, the social media posts. It's okay to have a beater car put in the work. So you can get a better car. That's perfectly fine. And I know I'm out here with, I took out all that debt for my car. But again, I locked it and paid it off. I gave up. I gave up two years of my life and I gave up the, well, I didn't know at the time, but I gave up the summer of 2019, which is the last non-pandemic summer. Okay. Then we can go to investments, insecurities around investments. Stop thinking you need to invest in every single investment out there. First off, no one does that. There are too many different asset classes to be invested in everything. All right. Remember, the asset classes are cash, right? Fixed equities, a.k.a. stocks, and then, quote unquote, alternate investments where you can put everything else like real estate, Bitcoin, etc. No one is in every single thing as far as heavily weighted in it. Okay, just invest. Remember, do your research first. Obviously, you need money, but invest in what you understand and be okay with that. And if you want better results, then you need to put in more work so you can get better results. Okay, then the last thing, your damn lifestyle. Y'all so insecure. Again, like I said, you broke. Everybody in your group chat know you broke. And then you're so insecure. You're like, man, I got to go out. I got to go out. No. Okay, stay home. Okay, put in the work. Pay off your debt. Build an emergency fund, especially for those of you with children. Again, I talked about the freaking student loans i mean my god how y'all going on vacation you ain't put that's the thing y'all out here going on vacation going to the club and getting all drunk and crap like that and then you're telling your kids to go to college that you don't know nothing about an esa or 529 hell is y'all talking about that's what i'm saying y'all look in 10 15 20 years i'm i'm y'all gonna look real dumb out here okay you're gonna have a pandemic vacation then you're gonna be complaining about your student loans for your damn kids okay now if your kids don't take out student loan that's on them but don't take out no freaking parent plus loan Freaking idiots. Stupid. That's bullshit. I've already said this before. I have already said this before. Okay. You need to, again, generational wealth. Episode 14. Insert that here. Y'all got to start putting in the work so your kids aren't in the same situation you're in. I mean, my goodness. All right. That's it. Locked and loaded. As y'all heard, Jordan went. Jordan went. <laughs> Jordan went off on his insecurities question. Um, I'm, 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 don't speak after the preacher. Then for me, like I said, I just did my wrap up since Jordan's not here. So again, shameless plugs. Actually, no. See, I almost messed up. Y'all watch this, right? Like YouTube. See, if you haven't liked it on YouTube, that's an issue. Okay, for those of you who have not left a rate or a star and review on Apple Podcasts, that's an issue too because we see we see, we see how many rate y'all can see how many rates we got. I think we got six rates. We got way more than six listeners. Okay, so if you're listening to this right now, I need you to go to your Apple Podcast or Google whatever you listen to and leave us a damn star. I I, I don't understand how many times I got freaking tell you that. I'm gonna keep telling y'all and I'm gonna tell you forever because y'all be pissing me off. Stupid. All right, I guess I shouldn't call you stupid and say leave a rate. But y'all know y'all know, y'all listen to this for a reason, so y'all know what's about to happen. Okay, leave a rate and review, like, share, subscribe, YouTube, all the platforms that we're on. Okay, then shameless plugs. You can follow me at sideline underscore Corey. That is on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow Jordan at Stop Stalling J. That's S T O P S T A L L I N G J A Y. Jordan is that on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow his business page, Finally Fit 06. That's F I N A L L Y F I T 06. That is on Instagram, excuse me, and Facebook. And then finallyfit.live is their actual website. Go there and sign up for the subscription. We let us see you in a class. Well, they will let us see you because they can get some money, but I'll be in that class as well. 
Monday and Wednesday. You also get access to the Google Drive. I'm crazy plugging them right now. Then also, again, Corden in full effect. That is our YouTube channel. Please like, dislike if you want to. Leave us comments there. Please keep asking us questions. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We see our subscribers going up. I got the thumbnails on there now. Again, Jordan is gone right now. He did his first part, but it's just me. So, see, this is why I need to be here so I can wrap it up. Come on, Corey. All right. So, like I said, this was episode 24. The violence is back. It was sort of deemed, uh, it was sort of lower now because Jordan wasn't here to synergize with me so I could go crazy. But, yep, locked and loaded. Please leave us questions. But you need to remember to save more and say less. And as Jordan tells y'all, keep making better your best. And we will catch y'all in the next one.